In the next 10 seconds, you're going to be entertained, educated, or informed by this podcast. Take your pick. This podcast is proudly on the Conduit Podcast Network, relevant to our interest. Welcome to The Imprint, proud member of the Conduit Network. My name is Shrell. This is James. And let's get the show started. Swag, swag, swag. Sherelle and Jay, about to get it started. Turn up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wait for the beat. Yeah, wait yeah. for the beat. <laughs> Family, what's good? What's cracking? Welcome back like we never left. Welcome back for the first time. My name is James. I'm Shrew. This is the imprint. Yes. Rebranded, refreshed. Yes. Yes. We back. We are. The voices may sound familiar, but the name may not. So, Sherelle, you want to drop me a little recap? Sure. So, most of you all know us from The Urbanist Unfiltered. It's Straight a up. project we started 12 long months ago. <laughs> wow, has it been that long? Yeah, it has. That's um, we started this project, uh, the podcast, <laughs> over a year ago, and we said, you know what? We want to keep kicking it together. Yeah. We want to keep telling the people what we're thinking. Exactly. Let the people know, hey, we're here. We got some things that we need to say. Mm-hmm. And so we decided to come up together and create the imprint. The imprint. So to me, correct me if I'm wrong, my dear co-host, the imprint is what we make it. We know that the millennials of Houston, Texas are doing phenomenal work out in the community. Mm-hmm. They've got a lot on their shoulder whether they have to be one person at work, one person at home. They uh, do their job, but they come home and they're impacting the community. So the imprint is what we make it. It's our lasting legacy. We'll have a lot of people to come by the studio to say what up to the world and let them know, you know, let us know what they're doing. Um, But we're also going to have fun with it because that's just what we do. Absolutely. It'd be lame if we didn't have any fun. And you know that's not what we're about. Basically, we're for the people. For the people. This is for the people, by the people. There we go. So where, where are we at? I mean, I know we've said it in past uh, podcasts, but, but where, where are we at, Sherelle? We are in Wire Road Studios. Yeah. Um, if you didn't know, now you know. Uh, so feel free to come by if you want to spend some dollars, start your own podcast. We support the people. Yes, we do. So, you know, pick a phone call. Wire Road. <laughs> and, of course, you know, this is Sherelle and James. This is the imprint, but nothing would be possible without our super producers, as we have always called them. We changed it up a little bit. We decided to work with a brother named Irby. Irv Gotti. <laughs> Irv Gotti. Look, he was giving us, and look, we're going we gonna to keep it honest. We're going to keep it really huh. transparent. He was trying to give us the business before we started. He wanted to make sure we was popping, Man. M- make sure we weren't keeping Let him bored. So look, I may have to like protect myself around Irv Gotti because he don't mess around, but... He's a good dude, a great producer, and we're happy to work with him. So, Irby, thank you for the opportunity to Thanks, keep this Irby. thing going. We appreciate you. you but you switched the style up on us just real a little quick. Bit. Just, just I wasn't a little ready. Bit. Not at all. <laughs> so, Sherelle, all right, I got to be honest. As most of you all know, well, let me back that up. I am married, as most of you all know, and I got to be honest. Last taken. night. Yes, yes. Hashtag taken. Uh, what up, boo? Um, what I found last night was this really cool app. It's called For the Culture. I know I may be late. I'm one of those different millennials where I pretty much go to work and come home and that's it. So if people are like, I've been known about For the Culture. 
Well, my bad. I'm just not on it. But it's hilarious. Sure, have you heard about it? No. Well, I guess I'm not is... the only one. Yeah, and I'm on. I'm. I'm with it. So. You with it? So we're going we gonna to do a little, I mean, I don't need to call it Break the Ice because Sherelle and I, are, we, we just got it like that. But oh. we're going we gonna to keep it going a little bit with just some trivia, fun facts. So, Sherelle, I'm going to read the topics to you and you mm-hmm. tell me what you want. Mm-hmm. You got black history, mm. girl talk, guy talk, movies, music, school days, TV shows, and universities. Now, hold on. We practiced universities before we started So recording. we're not doing that. We ain't doing that one We're going to do girl talk. We're going to do girl talk? Yes. Okay. Here's the thing. Do you want to pick the word no, or do you I want me to describe? No, I want to do the clues. You want to do the You're clues? You're not embarrassing me today. Oh, my God. All right. So you do the clues. I'm going to try and figure out what it is. Yeah, I'm nervous. A little. All right. You ready? We're gonna, all right. Girl talk. Here we go. And it's an app on the phone, so y'all can't see this, but let's see. It's a countdown. Okay. Can you see it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, this person does your makeup. A makeup artist? But the letters. Uh, M-U-A? Yes. How did I know that? <laughs> um, O-V-O. He's the president. Drake? Yeah. Oh, yeah, true thing. Um, it's something that I like to wear you can work out in or do yoga. Uh, uh Lululemon? What's those? No, come on. Spandex? No. Do another one. <laughs> you wear, you can wear rhymes with jeggings. Leggings? <laughs> That's not workout gear. Um, oh, that's dirty. Come There's on. There's a song, it goes, what it is, yo, or what's, what's up? up? Uh, can I, no, the, about getting the, guts? the title of the song. Uh, I don't even know. Um, what song is that, y'all? I don't even know what Pass. song it up. How much time we got? Oh, she was on Love and Hip Hop. She was dating Joe in New York. I don't even watch that show. Oh, it? so when you break up, uh-huh. but then you make but, up, make up. No, sex. no, no, no. It's, it's done. It's done. Okay. When you, you real, you become real fly. The glow up is real. Oh, the glow. Okay, I like yeah. that. So I got three points. Now. No, I'm not playing. You're not playing. You gotta play. You gotta uh-uh. play. You gonna play? Let's do um do music. You know music. <laughs> All right. So I'm passing the phone to her. Uh, so he runs the show Power. He's hilarious. Yes. Um, oh, yeah. Wait a minute. Mr. Postman. The group. The group. The Supreme? Yes. Did they sing that song? Um, blank, blank. Wreck is taking over for the... Nah, nah. No, cash money. Down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, he's from Atlanta. Rubber band man. T.I. Yep. See this? You got it. Um, North Carolina rapper. Uh, really for the movement. Black Lives Matter Banner. now. Uh, two words. Um... Cole World. Oh, J. Cole. Yes. Um, Jay-Z's best album. The black album? No, the other one. Blueprint? Yes. <laughs> um, you know, he was he was in Shaft, he was a taxi driver in, in Shaft, he's a rapper. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. No, really, nothing. You'll make me say that on the mic and not know what it is. Um Oh, oh. He he oh, did that one song with Janet. Hey. What's up, man? Wait, How many points we it? get? I got six. I win. Okay, you won. You won that round. Oh, Busta Rhymes. Oh, with Janet. Gotta make, gotta make, gotta there make. There we go. See. Done. So, you have to sing the girl parts for me to know. Oh, goodness. All right. So, that was fun. That was cool. So, um, what we're going to do now is go to what we like to call the hit list. It's going to be a rundown of topics that we do each episode that uh, basically like the app we just played. Uh, we do it for the culture. We're going to talk about current events, political events. We're also going to um, delve into the entertainment world. 
where we discuss relevant topics. It just depends on what we want to do. Sometimes, like I said, we'll bring in interviews, um, but we're going to do the hit list. So right now we're going to talk about Harvey. We cannot forget. I know we're having fun in the studio, but the uh, Hurricane Harvey that hit Houston is a serious issue. So we're going to just delve into that and um, talk a little about a little bit about what's going on. So, Sherelle, you ready to start the show? Yeah, let's start. All right. So if you all don't know, we live in Houston, Texas, which means that we over the past two weeks have been dealing with Hurricane Harvey. Um, So just a little background for anyone who has been living under a rock, Mm -hmm. who hasn't been watching television, (laughs) or maybe you've been overseas, who knows. Um, But just an update, Hurricane Harvey came to us from the coast, um, and on August 25th, it was a Category 4, and it had winds up to 130 miles per hour, which is, like, detrimental, Um, basically less it it can kill people um and so on 825 it actually got to central and southern texas and storms the storm dumped over a year's worth of rain in less than a week wow which is crazy and then by the time we got to the 29th of august so four days later we had two reservoirs which were collecting water for the purposes of a hurricane. Right. Um, and then those reservoirs breached. <laughs> and we also had a control plan um, to let water go, and it was supposed to take over a few weeks to maybe over a month, um, and that didn't happen. So water just started rushing throughout the whole <clears throat> entire city of Houston yeah. and flooding other parts because from what I can remember, the Attics Reservoir could only collect up to 109 feet worth of Mm -hmm. water and Mm -hmm. there was water toppling over that um that's unimaginable for me i'm only five foot two so do the math right um and it's estimated that it's going to cost over 180 billion dollars to get the city up and running again so this is where we are we're in the aftermath people are still in our local convention center, Georgia Brown, people are everywhere. We have a lot of celebrities who came this past yesterday. Kevin mm-hmm. Hart, Chris Paul, Beyonce think, was around. Was, Beyonce, I think he was with uh, Trey, right? Yeah, okay, she was okay. there. Um, and so, you know, there's a lot going on. But I will say that we, as a people, are trying to make sure that our um, friends and families and even people we don't know are okay. I just came from helping a friend demo her parents' house. It's <clears throat> it's gone. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's nothing that they can do. Um, and so right now people are trying to figure out where they're going to go, what they're going to do, and in part, apartment rates are even rising. Man, I, so it's so funny you mentioned that because we were actually looking – at um re resigning, but there's and we're fortunate to stay where we were, and I'll, I'll tell you a little bit about how we fared, um at home. But it's almost like how could the apartment complex want to do that? Like raise the rents because people need a place to mm-hmm. stay. It's crazy. Um, we fared pretty good. I mean, it we were we were blessed. Um, the area that we live at on the southwest side of town is uh, surrounded by a couple of retention ponds and a few creeks. So we didn't receive any water inside the home. It, it was touch and go there for a minute. The retention pond that we live nearest to, there's a track around it, and uh, the, the track was impassable. It was flooded. 
<clears throat> so once the um, the water or the rain kind of stopped um, uh, in Missouri City, um, where I'm close to Marshall High School, became a um, a shelter mm-hmm. um, for those who had, who had lost their home. So I went down there, took some stuff the wife gave me um, to just uh, give them some type of hope. Um, and in terms of like rebuilding, but it's crazy. Um, my my boss at work is even contemplating maybe not coming back to to Texas. She she had to evacuate. Uh, she lived out in the Katy area, but it it was it, it's crazy how much water hit the city. And when you think about it, I heard this one uh, weather reporter say that Houston is actually a swamp. It is that we Surrounded poured concrete over mm-hmm. and called it a city. And so it, it's it's. It's crazy to think about, like, this is where we live. This is our home, you know, but it's like, should we have really expanded as much as we did? How, how'd you fare? So we're good. Um, my home actually sits in front of a creek. Mm-hmm. And so luckily that creek was collecting water. And then every time there was a break in rain, it went down. Now we did. Erosion is real. Yeah. <laughs> we also yeah. have um, a path that is around the creek. Mm-hmm. And now on one side of it, there's no sidewalk. Um, it started, uh, it, it started, the erosion started behind one home and Mm -hmm. then the next day was behind four homes. So there was a lot of concern, um, about whether or not that was going to expand even more. Um, but it stopped. It did come on the other side of the street. So, you know, I, I'll say in all honesty, we are very blessed. Amen. Um, yeah, sure. Absolutely. We're blessed. Um, and I happen to be in this group me. Um, and out of over the out of all 200 people who are in this group me, I think only three people were affected. Wow. So that's amazing. But I know that we're just really lucky. Yeah. Because um, it could have been anything at all. And I'm originally from Louisiana, so mm-hmm. this isn't my first hurricane. Yeah. Um. And I know what it's like when people do lose everything. Yeah, so absolutely. I can only imagine how people are feeling. And I can say just from – so I'll, I'll just be very candid. Mm-hmm. No one in my family that I can remember has ever lost anything mm. um, all 28 years of my life. But I do know what it's like to evacuate and sit in traffic and be on a highway for 12 hours for something yeah. that should take only like five hours mm-hmm, to get mm-hmm, to. Mm-hmm. We had to evacuate to Dallas one time. Um, so I know the very big fear when it comes to people making the decision to evacuate when they're given an order to do so. Right. And I know there was a lot of conversation around that. Mm-hmm. How do you feel? Because there was a lot of criticism. People were like, why don't they just leave? Yeah. It's hard to evacuate 6.5 million people. And it's it's hard to, to say that when you're not in the situation mm-hmm. right there. Uh, a, a lot of people said, why don't they just leave? It, it's it's different. It's your home. It's a, it's a part of you. And then at the same time, and I was in college at the time, but I'm aware, I believe it was Hurricane Ike. Mm-hmm. Houston did try to evacuate pre-storm. And some people ended up dying, if I'm not mistaken. On the highway. On the highway mm-hmm. where, there wasn't, where there wasn't any water. And Rita and Allison, I think. Rita, right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so... The thing that troubles me the most is when people look on the outside and kind of don't know the, the area and, and try and talk down, I'll use a Houston term, 
it really um, it, it's bothering. And I think those people should maybe educate themselves to really understand first governance, good governance. You know, our mayor, Sylvester Turner, was he had a lot of variables to deal with. And I believe he did the best job he, he could for Absolutely. that. Absolutely. I will say mm-hmm. I personally think that of all the things that I've seen go on in a situation like this, Mayor Turner made the he made the best decision that he could for right. his people right. because you can't just be concerned about downtown Houston mm-hmm. or Midtown or the Heights. You right. have to be concerned about the whole entire city of Houston, which, as a reminder, is the fourth largest exactly. city exactly. in the United States. There right. are several states that can fit in the city of mm-hmm. Houston. And so people, I think... They don't realize that, mm-hmm. and so that's where a lot of comments come from. But I know I had to have a conversation with someone and mention, like, we need to not be insensitive by then, telling me I should evacuate. Right, and then where am I going to go? Right. Where, it's like where not everybody has the means or family or resources elsewhere to just pick up and go. Absolutely. There's, there's people who put— you know, thousands of dollars on their credit card to put their family in Austin mm-hmm. for a week. I know mm-hmm. a family from Spring who did just that. And so you have to be considerate of that. You have to understand also that the the manpower, the first responders in Houston are some of the best in the nation. They know what they're doing. They have plans in place for people who choose to, quote, ride it out. And even if it, if it's mandatory, it's mandatory. We want, you know, your life to be safe. But just come on, think about that for the folks who are uh, maybe questioning uh, the mayor and the city's decisions. Also, for those people, educate yourself. There's a really good um, video out on Vice News right now via HBO about the flooding and its impact and resources and what the Army Corps of Engineers had to do. Because you have to remember, it wasn't necessarily the rain. The rain was terrible, no doubt about that. But Houston, it floods. And we have, like you mentioned, the Attics Reservoir. We have the uh, the Brazos River and the different bayous. We have a lot of waterways that we have to think about. So in addition to that, you know, some people are like, well, if, if I don't want to talk down about it, where can I do to help? So there are some uh, relief areas that you can uh, donate to. I'll shout out two really quick. Um, of course, you know the Red Cross if you go to redcross.org. Um, they have a d- disaster relief uh, area that they could donate to. And then also with the 100 Black Men of Metropolitan Houston, I'm a part of the Emerging 100 um, here in Houston, they have a disaster relief um, donation button as well. If you go to 100blackmenhou.org, you can donate there. Yeah, absolutely. Those are some really good organizations to donate to, as well as the... Um the mayor, he put mm-hmm. out um, a website. I think it's GHBC. <laughs> Let me look that up for you guys. But <laughs> at, by the end of the episode, we'll make sure that we have the correct website for you all to visit. And I would just donate there. Um, Absolutely. And I will say, just based off of education, for the sake of educating others, I would advise anyone. There are a lot of questions around, well, I don't know where I'm going to live. I don't know what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. Um and I'll, I'll say it's more so the people who are fine, who are trying to figure out um, if they should move or not. There's a really good website. It's called Harris County FEMT.org. Um, it's a great resource. It shows all of the floodplains in okay. the city of Houston and okay. surrounding areas. So Ooh. when you're choosing your home or when you're choosing <clears throat> your apartment and where you would like to live, one, I know it's based off of your income, but two, this would also be a really good map for you to use. I will say I think that 
we are blessed because when this home that I live in was purchased, that map was used nice. <laughs> to make a decision. Yeah, nice. um, and so all the other homes that were being considered at the time they were all in floodplains. And right. so I think that um, th- it was a wise decision that was made. Um, but I, I do just want to give a shout out to all the people in Houston who are rescuing every all Absolutely. the uh, Houston is such a good community. And I'm not originally from here. Mm-hmm. And if I didn't know how charitable and how much for the people we are, right. this hurricane made me re- re- realize that because we had people coming out in boats. Yeah, from everywhere. everywhere. Every state. <laughs> Thank you. You know, there were some folks from Louisiana. Yeah, you're, the you're Cajun Navy. There we go. <laughs> and there were some folks from Kentucky. I know ABC spent some time with, with uh, that guy who was a former preacher. Um, the, the relief efforts were incredible. And that just shows you the spirit of Houston and the spirit of Texas is, you know, uh, you know, red or blue, Republican, Democrat. And, you know, I love politics, so we'll get into that in later episodes. But it did not matter for these two weeks that Mother Nature tried its best to take Houston out. And uh, it, it just it didn't succeed. And I'm, I'm thankful for that. I'm, I'm blessed that uh, it didn't affect us as much as it could have. Um, also, and not to go too far away from Harvey, but it's not just us that's being affected. Now yeah, it's Beaumont, Laporte, exactly. everybody. And then uh, what's the, the new one's name? Is it Irma? Irma. Yeah, Irma. And now we have Irma, Jose, and Katia just back to back to back. See, that's I wild. know because I'm trying. I bought a boat. Um, did you? Yes, I did. Okay. Um, so I want to be prepared uh, just in case. Wait, did you buy a boat like in response to this? Listen, like I'm getting out of here? No. Listen, <laughs> I purchased a boat, okay. two boats, mm-hmm. because one, if we get in a situation and then I'm not so lucky and streets start to flood, I want to be able to um, do what I need to do with this boat. That's smart. And then also, if we are still lucky, but other people's streets are flooded, I mm-hmm. want to be able to, if you know, I feel safe enough, go out and help people yeah. and gather their items. So I bought a boat. Okay, me and the wife going to reserve two seats just in case for the well, next time. Well, it's a two-seater boat. Ah, all right, that's for cool. me, my dog. And I'll, I'll, I'll carry her. I'll carry her. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's pretty cool. Um, so let us know um, your thoughts on that. We don't have an email set up, but you can always tweet us. Or hit us up on Instagram. We may have missed some relief efforts that you would want to talk about. Um, Sherelle, let us know where we can reach you at. Sure. I am on Twitter as Sherelle Jalise, J-A-L-E-S-E. You can okay. find me there. Um, and I'm on Instagram as C-R-E-L-L-E, speak, R-E-L-L-E, speak. Pretty simple. Okay. Uh, you can also at me on both Twitter and Instagram at Let It Rain. A clear it out. <laughs> Let it rain and clear it out. Chicken, yeah. <laughs> I got a, I got a funny, funny frat story to tell you about where that name came from. Okay. I'll talk to you about it offline. But uh, my Twitter handle is L E T I T. R-E-I-G-N. It's the same as my Instagram. Hit us up. Let us know what you think about uh, the show, of course, and also um, Hurricane Harvey info, whether it's donations, uh, relief funds, anything. Let us know because this has impacted uh, the city of Houston. It's left an imprint on us, but um, we're, we're Houston strong and we'll continue to be. Absolutely. And just for clarification, guys, the website is ghcf.org. So Greater Houston Charitable Foundation or Greater Houston Community Foundation. So feel free to visit that website and um, let's move on. All right. All right. So we have reached near the conclusion of the show where we call this segment All right, so check Check this out.
And basically what this is, is we wanna make sure that we always keep our ear to the streets, let people know what's going on, whether it's in the city, whether it's something you need to watch, read, listen to. We wanna make sure you know, because the more we all know, the better we are. So I'll go first. That cool with you, Sherelle? Yep. All right, so check it. There is a brand new season of the American Horror Story. If you're not familiar with the series, it is basically what it says in the name. It is the of the horror genre for the American people. And this uh, season is called American Horror Story Cult. And it is literally turning the 2016 presidential election into a horror story. <laughs> it is the best first episode I have ever seen. I'm, I'm not going to give any spoilers away. You just need to go check it out. It is something that you need to see. They delve really quickly. Uh, they delve deep really quickly into what Trump's lasting effect is on a lot of people's mental psyche. It um, gives power to the basement dwellers of the world who would just write something on the blogs about making America great again and what that really means to them. It talks about everything you can think of. I'm really excited about this season. I'm sure we may even talk about it on this here podcast. So uh, the, again, that's called American, uh, excuse me, American Horror Story Cult. Go check it out. I guess I have some homework to do. Yes, ma'am. Watching TV is always fun. <laughs> I'll tell you later about how I started watching Game of Thrones. Oh, are you wow. on that? Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Hold on. The first you just episode, started? I was like, wow, Wait a minute. You just started with that? This is what this is? Yeah. Game of Thrones is off the chain. All right. So Listen, I didn't know. That was my Harvey TV yeah. time. Was it? Oh, so yeah. you binge watch it? Yeah. I didn't know you were about that life. I didn't know you were about that Fire and Ice, the song of Fire and Ice. So we're definitely going to talk about that. Next time. We should, because I definitely need them to cut off that intro because it's way too long. But it tells the whole story of the whole world. Look, oh, hold on. We we'll getting get off to on, that later. Yeah, we're getting off on Game of Thrones. So Thrones, let me do my so check it. Yeah. All right. So I have two things. First, I need everyone, since we are about supporting podcasts here, LeVar Burton. Do you know, I know who this he is? is? Yes, I know what yes. you're about to say, too. LeVar Burton. Yeah. If you don't know, his Ring name is Kunta Kinte. <laughs> Your name is Toby. <laughs> and he is also from the Reading Rainbow. Oh, okay. Hi, no. Mm, okay. I, I tried. I had okay, to church reach that one. But LeVar Burton has a podcast. It's called LeVar Burton Reads. Yes, yes, yes. He literally reads stories to <laughs> but you. But they're amazing, aren't so they? So good. Man. So I started listening to one at work. I'm like, oh, okay. And then he got to the second half. I'm like, wow, this is depressing. Yeah. And then he ties it all in together. It's wonderful. You should listen to it. He has a wonderful speaking voice. Yes. So if you were like, I don't want to listen to books. Right. You should listen to him. Those are amazing Amazing stories. stories. And he just chooses them because he loves them. Mm -hmm. That's the only, you'll hear on the podcast, that's the only thing they have in common. Yes. That they, he loves them all. So that, and then just staying in line with that type of theme. There, um, shout out to my home state, Louisiana. There is a group of young poets there who recently won the 20th annual Brave New Voices International Youth Poetry Slam Festival. Um, I got to take a look at some of the videos. They're available on YouTube. Mm -hmm. And these kids killed it. Yeah. Um, there are two poems that I want you guys to research. One is called Ode to Soldier Boy. <laughs> which is what everything I um, turn my swag on <laughs> right and then the other one is called black exorcism and that one 
it really hit me. I'm like, wow, these kids, let me tell you something about the youth. They're on it. Mm-hmm. They are woke. Yeah, um, for real. And so if you didn't believe that, I mean, they're from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Um, and shout out to Donnie Rose because I think he is the one out of that city who helps orchestrate that whole entire group. Um, and so look him up on YouTube, Brave New Voices, Grand Slam Final, Baton Rouge, and you'll find all of the... Um, all the poems that they read that day. So that's my so jacket. Okay. So we appreciate y'all. Um, of course, um, we'd love to hear your feedback. Again, you know how to um, hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, all, all that good jazz. This is the imprint. We're going to be here for a while. For a while. We're going to bring some uh, great people in to, to speak about uh, the city, the culture, and all that good jazz. So check us out next time. Peace. Peace.